0: We'll open your Bibles if you would to 1 Chronicles chapter 29. And we're going to look at verse 11 and we're we're doing a series called Faith and the Power. He says, "Thine, O Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the victory and the majesty. For all that is in heaven and in the earth is yours. Thine is the kingdom, O Lord, and thou art exalted as head above all. Praise God." Jeremiah thirty two and verse seventeen says, Ah Lord God, behold, you've made the heaven and the earth by thy what? By thy great power and stretched out arm, and there is nothing too hard for thee. Do you love that? The psalmist wrote about the very power of God. In the book of Psalms, we look at that. In Psalm 60, uh, 59 and verse 16, he said, But I will sing of your mighty strength and power. David was so full of the Spirit that he began to sing songs and write songs about the power of God. He said, Yes, I will sing aloud of your mercy and your loving kindness in the morning. For you have been to me a defense, a fortress, and what kind of a tower? He's been for him and he is for you a high tower and a refuge in the day of my distress. Thank God he is our high tower and you and I can sing of his glory and of his power. And last week we looked at 1 Corinthians chapter 2 in verses 1 through 5. He says, And I, brethren, when I came to you, I did not come to you with excellency of speech or of wisdom, declaring unto you the testimony of God. Verse 2, For I determined not to know anything among you except Jesus Christ and Him crucified. Verse 3, And I was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. Verse 4, And my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but it did demonstrate the Spirit of God and the power of God. Verse 5, read it with me. Ready, read. So that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but your faith should be in the power of God. Glory to God. And so Paul was not interested in the church at Corinth being infatuated with him or being blessed by Him, he was more interested in ministering the life-changing Word of God, and he was encouraging them to have faith in the very power of God. Amen. And so we want to look at a couple of things this morning concerning the power of God. How many of you know that faith in the power of God includes having faith in the Word of God? No, when you think of the gospel the gospel is good news and we derive the good news from the good word good news good word good god and paul was not ashamed of this he said in romans 1 he said i'm not ashamed of the gospel of christ because it's the power of god unto salvation unto everyone that will dare to believe Now, that word salvation, as you know, is an all-inclusive word. It means several things. It means preservation. It means soundness. It means wholeness. It means deliverance. And it even means healing. Thank God for the word of God. Everyone say, good God. Good Good news. Good Good word. word. How many of you have ever had a really good meal before? Amen. Well, we're going to receive a good meal this morning. Matter of fact, we've already received two or three good meals already. That's why you got to get here early. So you can catch what the Holy Ghost is saying. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. So God's word then is alive. In Hebrews chapter four and verse 12, it says this, for the word of God is quick. That word there quick means God's word is alive. And it is sharper than any two-edged sword. God's Word is alive. The question we must answer is the Word that is alive, alive in us. For His Word to be alive in us, we must make sure that we get in the Word. And not just hear about the Word and get a fed occasionally, but we must be hearing God's Word and doing God's Word. Say it with me, God's Word is alive. And it is alive in me. me. This positions you to grow in your faith in the power of God because as we all know, faith comes by hearing, not having heard, and hearing by the word of the living God. So God's word is alive. I love this. It's living and active, full of power, making it operative, energizing, and effective. God's Word is effective for whatever we may face. God's Word is operative. It's energizing for your life. Praise God. Be energized today by the Word of God. Be energized this morning by the Spirit of God. So God's Word is alive. And secondly, God's Word has upholding power. You look over at, uh, in Hebrews chapter 1 verse 3, it says this, Who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person. Now notice this with me, upholding. God's word upholds all things by the word of his what? By the word of his power now in the amplified version it says this and i just want to look at the last part of the amplified version so go to the next screen if you would god's nature he's upholding and maintaining and guiding and propelling the universe by his mighty power so would you agree with me that he upholds this whole universe by the word of his power And if he upholds the whole universe, surely he will uphold you. Think about it. He's keeping this together. Despite what the globalists might say. Despite what they say, we're running out. Last time I checked, God never runs out. Last time I checked, the word of God says, I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed out begging for bread. As long as the church, as long as the body of Christ is here in this earth, we're going to be fed, we're going to drink, we're going to enjoy life to the full and have it in abundance till it overflows. So don't let the lies of the media talk you out of God's word, which upholds all things by the word of his power. Hallelujah. We are upheld. I am upheld. He's keeping us together. We're talking about faith in the power. But listen, folks, faith in our intellect, faith in man, faith in our brawn, faith in money, faith in our education is not eternally sustained. Those things can, can absolutely lift and let us down. But God's Word has sustaining power. He will never, ever leave us. He will never, ever forsake us. He is for us. He is on our side. He's the glory and the lifter up of our head. He's upholding you. He's upholding your family by the mighty Word of His power. Hallelujah. (laughs) Why? Because the Word of God is eternal. And so if you want to be sustained in your life, get in and get on the eternal word of the living God, which will sustain you and will keep you. Say it with me. His word is true true. and it sustains me and it anchors me me. and it it anchors my soul and it builds hope in my life. I saw something that was absolutely powerful. It's found in Hebrews chapter 6 and verse 18 and 19, and we're going to need to look at it in the Passion Translation. It is so good. It says, So it is impossible for God to lie. That's one thing God cannot do. He can't make you get saved, He can't lie, He can't make you tithe. It's impossible for God to lie. Now notice this. For we know that His promise and His vow will never change. It'll never change. And now we have run into His heart to hide ourselves in His faithfulness. Have you ever thought about that? Running into His heart. And we're going to hide ourselves in His faithful Word. Look at this. This is where we find His strength and comfort. Hidden in His heart. This is where we find His strength. And this is where we find his comfort, for he empowers us to seize what has already been established ahead of time, yes. and unshakable hope. Woo-hoo. An unshakable hope. Oh, glory, anchored on His upholding power. Verse 19. We have this certain hope like a strong, unbreakable anchor holding our souls. Holding our souls to God Himself. Our anchor of hope is fastened to the mercy seat. This unshakable hope goes beyond the natural. It goes into the heavenlies where the mercy seat, where the blood of Jesus has been applied. So I want to encourage you to run into his heart. Hide yourself in him. Anchor your soul to God. This is where you're going to find strength. This is where you're going to find comfort. This is where you're going to find the power to endure when all hell seems like it's breaking loose. We're anchored to God Himself. And hell will come. But I want to remind you that heaven has already come. And we pray thy kingdom come. Your will be done. In my spirit, in my mind, in my body, in all of my ways, I hide myself in you. Is that encouraging to you today? So say it with me real strong. The unchanging power of God, power of God is, upholding is upholding me. I have faith in His sustaining power. I think we just ought to give Him some praise for a moment. Let's lift our hands. Oh, hallelujah, Lord. Oh, Pakalite Salamo Rokasite Andalabahaya. We love you, Lord. We worship you. We thank you, Lord. Oh, 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 my. For the Lord is good and his mercy endures forever. Say it over and over again with me. For the Lord is good and his mercy endureth forever. Oh, for the Lord is good and mercy endureth forever. For the Lord is good. Oh, what a God. Oh, what a sustainer. Oh, what a keeper. Oh, what a preserver. Oh, what a defender. What is man? That you are mindful of us. We have faith in your power. Oh, what a God. Oh, what a God we serve. Oh, what a creator. Glory to God. He can uphold every cell of your body. Think about it. If He can uphold the sun, the moon, and the stars, what's a few blood cells? What's a few white blood cells and red blood cells and platelets and hemoglobin and how do you know all that? Well I know. Because <laughs> I've faced some challenges, but he's kept me. And he will keep you. In first Peter chapter one five it says that we are kept by the power of God unto salvation. Ready to be revealed in the last days. Friend, don't you quit and don't you give up. You're needed now. We would not be breathing, we would not be alive today if we weren't needed. God loves you, but He also wants you and He needs you to help Him fulfill the last of the last days and don't buy into this lie that well I'm just this and I'm just that no no you're not a justa you are an heir of God you are a joint heir with Jesus Christ you are more than a conquer you have a place in his race by the glorious grace of God you can reach people I may never reach You can encourage people I may never encourage. Oh, the value of the body of Christ. The value of the toe, the lung, the liver, the hands, the ears, the mouths. Oh, the value of God's people that will answer his call and say, Lord, I'm just here for you. Wherever you say go, I will go. Whatever you say do, I will do. And all of us may never go to the Philippines like Raul, but we go with him, but we may go to Lucky. We may go to the car wash. At the car wash. Okay, no, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, I just got in the flesh. We're witnesses. Yesterday I took the car down to an automatic car wash and, and there were some beautiful Filipino people in front of me and, and there were two or three people ahead and I got out of my car and there was a $100 bill laying right there on the ground. And I didn't sing, Look what the Lord has done. The thought never came to pocket it. See, we're witnesses. In whatever we do and wherever we are, how we treat people that serve us. Come on, somebody. Point my finger, I got three back at me. We're witnesses. I picked that $100 bill up, walked right up to the car in front of me. I said, did you guys lose this? Rolled the window down said, yes, I did. And I had every reason to believe him because they looked like a pure family. So I don't know what kind of an impact that may have on them, but it's a witness. Don't spectacularize being used of God. I think oftentimes we do. You know, we kind of compare ourselves with other people. You know, I could compare myself with the Fab Four on Flashpoint, but I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I could compare myself with, with Kenneth Copeland or Jerry Savell, but I'm not going to do it. Because I know in my life I have a call. And I refuse to spectacularize. I know that's too much, the call of God. Oftentimes we think we've got to, man, we've got to do this and we've got to do that. Look what that person's doing. No, it's not about look what that person is doing. It's about look what the Lord has done and look what the Lord will do in my life. You can speak a word in season to the people around you. You can be light in a dark world. There are so many people living in darkness. I mean, the whole atmosphere in the world is full of darkness. The media is full of darkness. You feed on the movies... That come from a wrong spirit, all of Hollywood, that causes darkness to grow. But you and I, we're the light. I said you and I, we're the light and we are the salt and we have the answer. And so as we hide ourselves in God, as we run into his heart, and as we live in the very presence of God, my brothers and sisters, you can walk into your job tomorrow and not say a word and experience an atmosphere change. We don't want to walk into the job like this. Oh, dear God, what are we going to do? That's what they're doing. Let's do something else. Let's live another way. Let's live a higher way. We don't have to rebuke people and sinner, 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 sinner. That's not being an ambassador. Being an ambassador for the King of Kings and Lord of Lords is letting your light shine and letting the love of God flow through you. Put your hand over your heart and pray this with me. Dear Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I purpose in my heart to fulfill my part, my part in the body of Christ. May your love, may your light, and may your love flow through me flow through to those around me, me. In, Jesus name. in Jesus' name. The entrance of His Word gives light. Someone may ask this morning, well, how in the world can I do my part? You can speak the Word and as you're speaking the Word, You're speaking from your heart and you're speaking words that absolutely are light. What else can we do? We can pray and we can believe God. Amen. I sense some people are getting encouraged today. Glory to God. Are you ready for a little bit more this morning? I can see we're not heading in the direction we were going to head in, but that's okay. The Spirit of God knows. And so we see in Hebrews chapter 1 verse 3 that he is upholding all things by the word of his power. Let me give you the definition of uphold. Uphold means to confirm or support. To uphold means to maintain, preserve, protect, and defend. Think of it. To support or defend. Let's work with that just for a moment. He upholds. He supports us. He defends us. He said, no weapon formed against us is going to prosper. For their righteousness is of me. That's his defense. To support or defend as against opposition or criticism. Have any of you in your little life ever been opposed have any of you in your big life ever been criticized oftentimes the opposition that comes our way is demonically inspired oftentimes the criticism that comes our way is inspired by demon spirits Folks, people who live in darkness, they're just going to yield to darkness. Now, the devil himself is known to us as the accuser, the opposer, and somebody just said liar, yes. The opposer and the accuser. One who brings accusations and brings oppositions to our lives. He opposes whatever is God and whatever is good in your life. He is anti-Christ. And when Christ is in you, the hope of glory... He is anti-you. He ain't for you. He's again you. Why? Because you have the Christ. And so this war is waged in the city of our souls, in our minds. And it is always an anti- Christ agenda. Anti-word? That's why he comes to steal the word out of our hearts that has been sown. Because he cannot stand the idea of you getting strong. He cannot stand The idea of God's Word going beyond the ground level into the root level. When you get rooted and grounded in this Word, it scares that rat to death. He's the accuser, he's the abuser, but he is also the biggest loser. Don't let them win in your life. Don't give them any place up here. For every anti-Christ thought that comes to our mind, there is a Christ thought found in the Word of God. And so it's important for us to find out what His Word says. Say it with me. God's Word word. upholds, upholds, defends, Preserves, Preserves, protects, and supports us all all. over every question, over every criticism, over every accusation of the enemy. (laughs) So he's gonna come along with his lies. He's gonna come, he's coming. He walks about as a roaring lion. Seeking whom he may devour. You make the decision this morning, even though he comes, he may not devour me. He's not going to devour my home. He's not going to devour my marriage. He's not going to devour my body. He may come, but I'm a may not. Say with me, I'm a may not. He may not. Devour me. Devour me. And so he says, resist him steadfastly with your faith. He comes with his lies. Here is our attitude. Oh yeah? Is that right? I've got news for you. <laughs> That sharp two-edged sword went out of Jesus' mouth. He's given us the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, the rhema of God, meant to be spoken when the lies of the enemy come. Come on, draw your sword. This is not Star Wars, but it's a good opportunity for a glorious illustration. The dark side had the red one. The good side has the white one. We got the sword of the Spirit. Remember that at 3 a.m. tomorrow morning. Keep your sword sharp. One way to keep your sword sharp is by saying what God's Word says every day regardless whether things are good or things are bad say it with me I'm going to speak the word only glory to God I got news for you it's written it is written now just a few more moments before we receive communion I got this in my spirit earlier this morning Lord, I just thank you for leading me today and helping me to minister this to your people. God desires and requires, is a better word, our cooperation in respect to Him upholding us by the word of His power. He expects our cooperation. He does not expect us to carry the burdens of this world. It says in Mark 4, I believe it is, the cares of this life enter in, choke the word, and it becomes unfruitful. Okay? And the scripture the Lord gave me was over here in Psalm 55, verse 22, and I don't think they have it, but they'll get it in a moment. Psalm 55, verse 22 it says this I can quote it, but I'll wait just a moment. Psalm fifty five twenty two says, Cast your burden upon who? It doesn't say cast your burden on your brother or your sister. It's okay to share your burden for prayer, amen. But ultimately we are to cast our burdens over where? Upon the Lord. And one of the results that will happen when we do that, he will sustain us. He will sustain us. So let us cooperate with his upholding power by making sure that we're not allowing anything to hold us down. Let's cast, try that on right now. Just say, I cast cast all my burdens burdens. upon upon you. And you will. And you are. And you, are. And, you and you forever will. What will He do? Amen. He's sustaining you. He shall never, ever suffer the righteous to be moved. And here's what I got earlier this morning. In Proverbs eighteen fourteen, it says, The spirit of man will sustain him. The Spirit of man will sustain him. The Amplified says, The strong spirit of a man will sustain him. And this came to me. The stronger we are in our spirit, the more we will be sustained. Say it be me. The stronger... The more sustained. sustained. So we're talking about faith in the power of God. Amen. And so we're trusting in his power to sustain us. We can't do it holding on to care. We can't do it holding on to the what ifs of life. What if this happens? And what if that happens? And it makes me think of that movie, What About Bob? If you've never seen What About Bob, I mean, he was an eccentric. He was obsessing about his mental health. He was obsessing about about his body. He was saying things like, well, what if my bladder explodes? What if I can't make it to the bathroom? You know, all these things. We need to get rid of the what-ifs. I heard a teaching years ago from Brother Hagan, doubt the thief of God's major blessings, God's major greater blessings. And he said, if is the badge of doubt. So we must remove the what ifs out of our lives and go to this, to the sure things. This word is sure. So keep your spirit well fed. Keep your spirit nourished up. Take your vitamins. You know, they say take zinc and take D3 and take vitamin B and take vitamin C. I take them all. But vitamins naturally will never nourish us the way that God's Word will nourish us. The Bible says that we are to be nourished up in the words of faith. And here's what I got in my spirit. Friends, Eat well. Believe well. Speak well. And all shall be well. Say it is well when it doesn't look well. Say it is well when it doesn't feel well. I declare by faith in the power of God, it is well. It is well. It is well with my heart. It is well with my mind. It is well with my body. It is well with my relationships. Hallelujah. It is well. That's what the little woman said to Elisha. She built a chamber for Elisha to rest as he passed by. And Elisha told Gehazi... Find out what we can do for this woman. And they discovered that this woman had a husband, but they had no child. And so about this time next year, you are going to have a child. And the child was born. But there came a day where the child fell sick. And the child fell sick and died. And she went and placed the child on the prophet's bed in his chamber. And she said, go take message to the prophet of God that my child is dead. And she said to the prophet of God, you gave me this child. You said it was from God. And now I'm trusting God in you and through you to raise him up. And when the prophet saw her from afar off, he said to the servant, ask her, is it well? Is it well? And her answer was, it is. is. Come on. It is well. It is well. It does not matter how much death is around us. It does not matter what circumstances we may be facing. Our answer is, not only I am strong, but it is well. It is well with my soul. It is well with my body. It." is well. Hallelujah. The prophet of God (sighs) breathed into that little boy the breath of life. Oh, hallelujah. Say the breath of life. And that child rose up from the dead. Have you got any circumstances you are facing that seem like It's dead. Be like that little woman and say it is well. well. Have faith in the very power of God and you will come out the other side shouting, singing, and dancing.